everyone to the final episode of season one of Cued Up, where we are recapping the series finale of Insecure. I'm your host, Jade Raven, and I am here once again for, I guess, the last time of the series, my girl, Holly Lewis. What's going on, Holly? Hey, girl. You know I'm good, because that finale fulfilled my soul, so... We are here for the series finale of Insecure episode 10 called Everything Everything, Gonna Be Okay. Everything Gonna Be All Right. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. Everything Gonna Be Okay. Season five, episode 10. We got 40 minutes out of this episode. Crumbs. I told you all I needed was some crumbs and I was good. And the thing was, I was like looking at the clock. I'm like, oh, it's a little bit more than a half hour. Which it needed to be because yeah. there's no way they could have wrapped this whole thing up in 28 minutes. Absolutely no way. So we always ask each other what we thought of the episode before we get into the recap, which we're going to do a little bit differently. I usually write down every single thing, which is why these episodes take so long. But this time, Holly and I decided, how about we rewatch it together and then we'll recap it with live reactions yeah yeah so i know you love the episode holly loved it um wouldn't really change a thing i i'm so i'm so here for it like i just i i'm very content is my is why i loved it because i think it wrapped up everything nicely it told everybody's story um like it wrapped up every single character's story Mm -hmm. uh and I, I just think they did a, a great, 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 great job um, just with the feels and not because I'm um, team whoever. It's just because I like that. <clears throat> and I'll say this at the end, but um, I like that everybody got their happy ending no matter what it was. I thought it was done beautifully. It was written beautifully. I liked the time jumps. I thought, I mean, some people didn't like the time jumps, but I really liked the time jumps because I like to see the progression of where the characters were going. And like you said, Holly, I agree with you. They tied up every right. loose end um, beautifully. And yes, everybody did get their own happy ending. Yep. Uh, so we're going to get into it. So hopefully uh, Holly and I are going to uh, be able to sync this as best as we can. Um I'm ready when you are ready, Holly, to press play. Well, I don't know if we're going to be able to do it at three, but yes, I'm ready when you're ready. All right, ready? One, two, three. All right, so Issa, what I like about this whole scene is that it picks up right where the going away party left off with Nathan and Issa rolling up to Issa's apartment. Yes. And Nathan is displeased he is not happy clearly yeah, discontent- see on her, her face his face right and she wants him to come in so they could talk about it you know this scene shocked me and i texted you immediately because i was just like i can't even believe it but you called it you called that he was going to call this off you said that he was going to break <laughs> this off i know these characters better than they know themselves okay like what shocked me it. it was a lot no i was saying that was a lot like that was a lot to 
take in for Nathan. That was a lot like, and you could tell just by just the response wise and where he's trying to be mentally, like it, it couldn't, there's no way that this could have been better. I was just like in shock when he said he always had this feeling like he had the gut feeling that he knew that something was up. I just thought it was so interesting that he was like, I should have listened to my gut. I should have listened to that feeling that I had. And I was like, he had the feeling the whole time. Because I mean, they didn't talk about, they didn't talk about past things. Like it's always going to feel a little bit weird. Now y'all are moving in together. Like there's just little remarks that you could tell that he just, something was going on in the back of his head, whether it was when he said, I don't know how many guys you've been living with, like just certain things like that. There's you, he just, you felt it. And like the fact that they never even talked about like past relationships or what's going on with Lawrence or anything like that. Something's up. You can't talk about it. Then you feel some type of way. So I, yeah, I felt bad for him because he said he was embarrassed. He said he was wrong. And Issa was really trying to like, please, let's talk about it. Let's come inside. I want to talk about it. He was like, nah, I think I'm going to step, step back from this. And he called the situation toxic. Yep. Which I mean, it is definitely is. I was like, damn. So this is the last time we're going to see Nathan for a little bit. At least Issa's going to see. A little bit. Bye, Ashy. No. I felt bad for him. And, and I'm looking at him. I have a pause at his face as he's looking at her when she leaves the car. His eyes are watery. Like he's upset. Like he's really upset over this. Yes. But that, I mean, still by Ashy. Like I just, I'm, I'm good. I am cool off of that forced relationship that they were trying to do. Um, doesn't make him a bad person. I just think that they, as relationship wise, I just didn't think it was, it was making sense. So bye, bye Ashy. But you know, everything happens for a reason. I will say this, um, because as if you've listened to these previous episodes, y'all know who I want Issa to be with. Um, but if it were up to me, they would have been together at the wrong time and maybe, you know, it wouldn't work out or whatever. Um, like you have to go through these things in order for other things to happen. So everything really does happen for a reason. I appreciate Nathan for this season that he provided. Okay. All right. So let me press play. Uh, so Issa is now going back into her apartment. And I think it's so crazy as she goes into her apartment, then like, she gets a text message from Lawrence. Isn't that wild? But the timing was not right. The timing was not right. No, it really wasn't. Look at that bottle of Ciroc. You already know they they had some type of sponsorship. So he texts her saying, I'm really sorry about tonight. That's not how I wanted it, wanted things to go. And I'm glad she didn't respond to him. Yeah, because he, I like I said last week, I just think that he was in the wrong. Like, that was not the time or the place to do that. No. And, you know, she kind of just is, like, down in the dumps. And she lays down on the couch, and she's just there for the rest of the night. Yep. Makeup on. Makeup, right. I was going to say, makeup (laughs) and everything. I was like, damn, you're going to regret that whole thing. So it's the next Uh day, and Issa 
wakes up, makeup smeared, and she hears a knock on the door. And I just love how it's Molly. And also, I just think that it is very, the detail in what they just did when she opened the door, it really does look like she slept in that because like now the dress is all wrinkly. Yeah. Love that detail. And then look at like her makeup. Look at how her, look at her makeup. Yeah, it's running. Yep. And it's like when you go to sleep and you wake up, it's like half your makeup is on and half of it's off. Yep. And I love how like Molly comes in and she goes, you know, you really did want to, you know, you did want to get be alone. And she came in ready. Even if she didn't want to talk, she came in ready with a bottle of alcohol. She came in with food. And now, you know, now she's in the mirror, the classic mirror scene. I can't believe her inner self is really making fun of her like that. No, her inner self is hilarious. Talking about you're down bad. But there, she was right. She was like, he was worried about all these decisions and choices. And now look. Just to end up here, she said. And that was everybody's favorite line was, I just want to fast forward. Girl. Part of my life where everything is okay. I mean, we, I know we all feel that. When I tell you, I pray, I was like, if there's just a magic button that you could just press to fast forward, literally where everything's going to be okay. But I, and I mean, I know everybody feels that, loves that, cool, but you can't get to where you're supposed to be without all this other shit happening. Oh, so like, you're so positive. uh, I'm so like pessimistic right now. But it's not even me being positive. It's true. Like, you think you, you, the person you are today without going through what you went through two years ago or a year ago? You think you'd be the same person? No, those type of things shape you and make you and break you so you can be made again. So it's not me being positive. I'm just, I'm just saying, we got to go through some shit in order to get to the other side. But once we're there, Jade, she's looking at me crazy, y'all. If y'all can see her face. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just in a mood right now because I got a fucking DM about, so you don't got no life goals? Like, shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> it's not you. It's not you. It's what I just received. Um, <laughs> but no, um, you're a hundred percent correct. I'm just being my <laughs> jaded Gemini self right now. <laughs> I'm weak at jaded Jade. Okay. <laughs> no, but like everybody in the world really felt that line and never wished that they could just fast forward like this video, like this episode. A hundred percent. So like 100%. I called it, I said, we're probably going to see a time jump where yeah. we're going to, looks like they're going to come back and celebrate Molly's birthday. Yeah. Which I mean, they, they had to, they definitely had to. It only made sense. Um, I think you explained that last week. Like it, there's no way that we could fit all of this wrap up in one episode without right. them fast forwarding throughout the times but i like how they did it with birthdays like it wasn't just like random times they did it with the birthdays and i love that yes and then of course like me and like everybody pointed it was like oh my god that's that guy that's that guy from save the last dance what is his name i was like oh that's that dude it's um I'm about to google it right now it's sean patrick thomas Yes, Sean Patrick Thomas, who I'm assuming is 
Torian's family member. I didn't know if it was Torian's family member or somebody that worked at the office, but that would make sense that it would be Torian's family member because we've never seen him before. Yes. Also, he was at the wedding in a tux. I love. Yes. I love this dress. On Mandeville's, aka Tiffany is wearing. Yes. And I always love Kelly. Kelly for the represents for the big girl so well. Her jumpsuits, all her dresses, that plum DV jumpsuit that she's wearing is beautiful. That it dress is. is oh, when I tell you, I screamed. I screamed when I saw that Kelly finally has a man. And he's fine too, fine and tall. Desmond. And I'm like, you know what? I'm glad that a big girl got herself a tall, fine, muscular man. It, it gives me hope that I will find my own yeah, tall, fine. muscular man. <laughs> despite what my brother will. thinks. Yes, okay. despite what my brother thinks. Anyway, so Issa now is checking up on Molly, who is taking a while. And she's looks like she's nervous because she does not celebrate her birthday. And like his, she's her, his family for the first time. Oh, yes, that's right. So how much time do you think between the breakup and now is the birthday? It has to be a few months, I'm assuming. I would say a few months for sure. So we're still in the same calendar year. Yes, it's still the same year um, because just the way that they talked about it when they last saw Tiffany at the, the party from last episode, it didn't seem like Molly's birthday was too far off, but it definitely was a couple months. So I definitely think we're still in the same calendar year. And I'm the same. I'm like, I'm like fucking Molly. I would change the outfit like two or three times before I head out. If I don't have like an outfit planned. Right. I'm bad like that. And I love this black and white dress she's wearing. It's It's like like, pretty yet simple. Yeah. Look at Torian right in front with the cake and the emphasis on Molly's mom, which we'll get into. Yeah. And it looks like Issa planned this. All right. So we're going to the next flashback, not flashback, fast forward. So Issa right now is got a call from Koya saying that there was a pipe burst at Crenshaw and we finally see that she made a decision <laughs> that she went with Crenshaw. I chose Crenshaw. Holly chose MBW. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> and I, can I just say how much I love her hair in this scene? Like I was like, I want my hair like this. I love her hair. And I also was cracking up at the way she screamed when she opened the door because they they threw a surprise party for her, but she screamed like, <laughs> it's I, like somebody was attacking her. Yes. I love it. And we find out that she turned 33 this year. Yes. Which is my age. It's the Jesus year. (laughs) And that this is not only a birthday party that they're throwing, but it's also a donation party. So everybody that Koya was like, no gifts, just donations to the block. And they already raised $5,000, which I think is pretty amazing. Amazing. Yes. That's my shit. One time for the birthday. Hey, two time for the birthday. <laughs> oh, can we talk about the banter between her brother and Kelly still? What's wrong with them? And they said that they took they did like a couple takes of like what Kelly and Amal would do. And the they said that the her hitting the cup out of his hand was like the best one. So they kept it. Okay. So Issa's still single, and now they're trying to get her some birthday dick at her party. 
And there's some cute prospects at the party. Yes. Tiffany clearly is not there. I don't, I'm not mad at it. That Tiffany's right. And that's another thing. No, no, no. I'm not mad at them trying to get her birthday dick, but, um, that was another thing that they were talking about where they basically said they wanted to kind of show that like the fact that Tiffany wasn't at this birthday and the next birthday somebody was missing, like it's showing you how like adulting gets hard because they really try to make that promise of everybody being at each one's birthday. Yes. And so the fact that some of them were missing, it's to show like life gets hard, adulting gets hard, stuff like that. It's true. And sometimes you can't always be there for your BFS birthday. Also during this scene, we find out that Molly and Kelly could be working together that Molly, because her man is partner, um, is talking to her firm to start an estate division and is trying to get Kelly on board. Yes. So she could stop working for the white man. Yes. And then we see Nathan show up. I thought he looked too cute. I'm not even going to lie. He looked so much happier he did and look healthier. Nice. He did. Less stress. He did look less stressed. He looks healthier. He looks happier. Like he just looks like even lighter. He is there. She's surprised that he is showing up. But he, again, he said that he still gets the emails <laughs> and that he, the guys at the barbershop raised money. So that's his donation. And they're just doing the pleasantries, like, how you been? What you been up to? Are you good? He said he's good. Things have been good. The place is starting to feel like home. And she seemed like she was really excited to hear that. I took that a different way. I think, and and it's like, I I feel like she took that, like, that's good. But then in a sense, like, in a way of like, damn, like, you didn't feel home when you were with me type thing. I think she felt like, right. I think she was generally happy for him, but it also kind of took her by like, oh, okay, well, good. Right. I can see that. And then he says, does look good in this scene. Does it? Yes, girl. I told you. <laughs> he really does. And that, you know, he admits that, you know, he says some things, but he was just hurt. He doesn't regret anything. No, I like that. She goes, I've always thought that people come into your life for a season, for a reason. And you have made up so many good reasons for me. And I hope that I did the same for you because I don't want, I don't regret anything. So then he's, that's when he says, I don't. And that's so sweet. And then they have like that little awkward anyways. And then he just wanted to stop through and, you know, show some love and that's it. And that's the last time we see Nathan ever again. Yep. But they had, but see, that was good closure. You know what I mean? It was. Somebody said that Nathan had the nerve to be ignoring her text all this time, but then just shows up at the birthday party. Which is like, who's toxic, Nathan? Is it Issa or is it you? Well, now that she got that closer, so now she can, I guess, kind of move on. And go find some birthday dick. You know what? Birthday dick is always, is okay. It got to be really worth it. I wouldn't know. The curse of having your birthday on Christmas Eve. Oh, Holly. (laughs) (laughs) So we have another time jump. We are in Denver at Tiffany's beautiful house and they're homeowners. So that means they didn't home their own their home in California. Were they renting? I guess not. See, I guess I guess they were renting. Okay. I just want to say I'm obsessed with Issa's hair. No, I this is what I want 
for my hair to look like every time and it never it only happens once every so often but this is beautiful oh it was stunning i'm like oh isa's hair two two back-to-back scenes with her beautiful ass hair so now they're in the backyard kikiing it up and tiffany admits that she hates denver which is concerning for them because they don't want her to kind of go through her just depression spell like she has in the past right well, you know, she doesn't know anybody. The novelty of the grandparents of their grandchild wore off. She's the only black girl in her pre-K, the daughter. So, like, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to be another real housewife of Denver. Right. And then during this scene, we reveal that Issa is kind of dating somebody. Yes. And I was Look like, how big Simone got. Yes. Oh. I knew Issa don't really feel this dude she dating. Yeah, she's just like, eh, he's cute. Yeah. So Molly is working, constantly working, and Issa kind of comes in, and she kind of notices a picture of Lawrence with the Papa Posse. See, Nathan, not Nathan, what's his, Lawrence is never far from her mind. Because that is where her heart lies. Well, this is her soulmate, obviously. Obviously. It is. It's like once once Nathan and her had that closure, I'm like, okay, so now we're going to get to the nitty gritty. And then when she sees the picture of Nathan and the Papa Posse, not Nathan, Lawrence and the Papa Posse, I'm like, okay, clearly she still has him on the brain. How are we going to get to him now? How are we going to get to the point where they get back together? So for me, this is when I'm like, all right, let's get to let's get them back together. Right. Let's see how they do this. Right. And then Molly asks Molly asks you hear Molly asks Holly. Molly asks Isa. And she doesn't mean Isa are here. Yes. Ask Isa, what would you have said to Nathan if Nathan if uh what would you have said to Lawrence if Nathan wouldn't have interrupted? And I was like, oh good question. Right. She probably knew but kind of didn't know at the same time. Yeah, I think that I so I paused it, but um, mm-hmm. I do think that she. I like that when Molly. I like that Molly saw on Issa's face, uh, kind of how she looked at the picture. Yeah, and instead of Molly, you know, she was being a good friend by just being like, you know, I just always wondered, like, what would you have said to Lawrence if Nathan did interrupt? Right. And I, I like that when Issa was like, oh, you know, like you said before I've been I'm being inconsistent and Molly's kind of just like you know when when you you can't help it like when you when you know you know you like mm-hmm. what you like so like don't let what we said in the passions like that take away from how you actually feel and I, I really appreciate that because a lot of the times we stop ourselves from feeling um because we are you know we're telling ourselves like you know I shouldn't feel like this but you can't help how you feel even if it's been you know time has passed or whatever the case is you can't help how you feel especially if it's it's not like unhealthy so I like that Molly was kind of just like listen girl feel it it's okay yeah because Issa was like it's too late anyway like kind of like shrugging shrugging it off and Molly goes girl it's not too late if that's what you really want exactly so that's when, and so like the, the, the storyteller person in me was like, okay, 
All right. So now we see how we're going to progress now. My thing was like, I didn't realize it was going to take this long for them to actually get together. It was taking like, how do you think, how many years you think went by? Um, at least two. I want to say it took two years just by how big Jaw was. Jaw looked at least three. Okay. Okay. So she gets a phone call from Curtis. Molly gets a phone call from her brother. And this is where we find, I mean, it was obvious the way she reacted. The mom yeah. had another stroke and she passed. Yeah. Or she might've just passed. I mean. But she didn't look that old know. to me for her to just pass. And that's in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like my assumption that she had another stroke and it was fatal. That was my assumption. Yeah. Which is, which would probably make sense. That's true. Yeah. So I think this is when this put everything into perspective for Issa, I think. And then the rest of the cast of like now with this life altering situation, um, how do we move on from this? And what does it, you know, show us how we should now move in our lives? Right. So now's another time jump. And now it's Lawrence's birthday. Yes. And this is where I'm like, okay, here we go. Now we're finally getting Lawrence to play into play now. And then he's on the phone with his mom. FaceTiming his mom. <laughs> she is. <laughs> is this the first time we're seeing Lawrence's parents? No, they they showed at the end of season four. He had lunch with um, they had lunch with the dad, and then also they were at um, Jaws christening. Oh, there you go, Holly. Look at me forgetting. That's why you on this show. So as he's facetiming his mom, <laughs> Issa calls him. <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, you and hey, you answered." Have you ever called somebody and was like hoping they didn't answer just so you could leave a message? Yes, uh, 100%. So, she's like she's being awkward obviously, her true awkward self, trying to strike up yeah. a conversation like, "How are you?" and "How you been? You sound good." and just doing a <laughs> Louis Armstrong voice. Oh. He looks happy to hear from I her. Love that. She looks. He does, and I, I just love them. I really do. Well, I love the awkward silence between the two of them because he's kind of like, "What do you want?" And she's kind of like, "I don't know how to say this," but he was being patient. Yeah, I like that he wasn't like, like he's the the silence was just like him just appreciating that they she called, but he wasn't like rude or like. I haven't heard from you in a while. Like he kind of just let it, she just let her talk. Do you think it was a bit presumptuous of her to be like, you know, I didn't want too much time pass. You know, she was thinking about him and she didn't want to, you know, let too much time pass and that she wants to take him out for his birthday. Yeah. I mean, I, yes, I think that her expecting that he, he wasn't, occupied or dating or whatever in this time that has passed because I don't know how close their birthdays are together but mm -hmm. we've seen a, a lot of birthdays 
So like yeah. time has passed. Like this is months at least. So I don't know. And then Lawrence gets this oh, girl at the door talking about happy birthday, babe. It didn't even sound natural. It sounded real forced. Who are I, you, Hefe? I don't I know. I gonna you. play my man's song. I gonna play my man's song during this ratchet birthday. Ooh, can I just say? So time has passed again. I'm going to pause it real quick. Can we just say how beautiful her hair is again? Well, I thought you were about to say Kelly's Kelly in this dress. No, no. Kelly in this dress is beautiful. But when we see time has passed, um, we also, in the last scene, we forgot to mention that Issa called Molly and it goes straight to voicemail. So she's still grieving or still going through her grieving period. Um, so then, you know, the girl comes by and kisses Lawrence, which is weird. And then now we fast forward to another birthday, <laughs> which is Kelly's birthday. And they're walking into this restaurant. And I'm like, I'm obsessed with fucking Issa's hair. I do. And it's it's grown a little bit. It's a little bit darker now. But listen, Kelly is giving Beyonce. OK, that dress is the hair and the dress. That color is beautiful. That emerald green. It's gorgeous. She looks like uh, she looks like a goddess, honestly. Yes. And her man is right by her side. Yes, ma'am. Look at Issa showing with some random ass dude. And look at Issa's outfit. No, Issa looks cute. I do not like Tiffany's wig. I don't either. It looks like a wig. Like, why does she go dark all of a sudden? I guess to show that time has passed. I think it's to show that time has passed. But also, like, as they continue on, um, it definitely, she keeps the dark, but her hair is dark in real life now. Like, she doesn't have blonde hair anymore. Ah. He is very cute. He has a nice smile. He's his date. But they can't even get the story straight about how they met. Wasn't an app, wasn't at an event. They don't even know. Right. Did you expect Kelly to make this pregnancy announcement? No, I thought she was going to say like she, they got engaged. Yes, same. Um, I, I didn't, I was not expecting a child. What I didn't love is that, um, we, Tiffany is excited super uh what i didn't expect is is the fact that we never saw um kelly's child though like we never right. saw her yeah we never saw her pregnant and we never saw her i mean i guess she's pregnant here but we never saw her like actually pregnant pregnant and we right. never saw her like with the child or the child is around that's what i didn't love yeah that's true we just know that she's pregnant and tiffany is so excited like beyond that. that's like her bff she like said that their children can get married <laughs> right and that kelly didn't want Simone can be the older woman when i died she said i started acting preguntas like do i want kids and then i realized i just don't want any guy's kids i want this guy's kids go ahead girl sometimes it takes a man or the right relationship to open up your eyes to, to like possibilities that you didn't even think you actually wanted and she's actually, yeah, and she's like doing butt, butt stuff. stuff. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and then, you know, so now we're back at Issa's apartment and she, 
girl, girl, her body is phenomenal. Yeah. Hair, phenomenal. Whatever that lingerie thing she got on, beautiful. Well, I didn't love the hair in really? this scene. Yeah, it looked, it looked, it looked, it looked like matted. Like it looked wiggy. I just didn't love it. I saw what they were trying to do, but mm-hmm. I just didn't love it. But her, her body does look good. He's attractive, but he's this said off. Ah, I don't know how to explain how I feel about him, but she's clearly not feeling him. Yeah. And then, of course, she's uh. her, her inner saboteur is like making her second guess herself. Like everybody's making decisions and going after what they want. And clearly she is not going after who she wants or what she wants, which is Lawrence. No, I at this moment is when I screamed uh, when you see that he calls. Yes. And I started screaming because, she, again, she didn't answer the phone. And I'm like, please, the phone, please. I was in my bed. Well, her inner saboteur keeps telling her to move on, move on, move on. And she's like, you better go get that dick. That's what she feels she should be doing. All this time has passed. Why hasn't she moved on? Because her heart is with Lawrence, obviously. I love how they put Jocelyn's song in here. It was like roughy day, baby. Can I just say how I love how she went with Crenshaw and how she now has a whole entire workspace, work office, like warehouse for the block. Yep. On some entrepreneur bullshit. So this is when I cried. So she's on the phone with Molly who's clearly at work and it's been a clearly it's been a whole year obviously because it's been a year since molly's last birthday probably a few months since molly's mom has passed and the first birthday without your parent especially your mom is the hardest mm-hmm. and i like how easy it tells her it's okay if you're not okay right and this is when i started crying when she starts talking about you know i really miss her and you know to think about like there's going to be so many more other birthdays without her. Girl, I started boohooing. Yeah. Oh, and like you said, this is another birthday where they're not together. But it looks like Torian is taking her away for her birthday. Yeah, because she said Torian had dibs on this birthday. But so to answer your question from before, I do think a year has passed so until her and Lawrence decide to do whatever. Um, because it's not too long after that that they meet up so I guess a year passed it's funny because Twitter was like three or four years have passed I'm like I don't think it's been three or four years no I think I mean in reality they were not together for two years Mm -hmm. because that year passed and then she tried to do it with Nathan they were together for a while before they got back together right and kelly works at the firm now so they made the estate division and now kelly works there yes i love this for Issa. i love the progression look at this shit girl she got her own fucking office space makeup looks good i love this high ponytail i love this blazer here's your scene girl I'm going to let you take over. I'm going to let you take over for the scene. I'm going to let you take over for the scene. (laughs) So it's obviously the same day because Lisa's wearing the same uh, black bodysuit. 
Um, mm-hmm. She's at her office. It's nighttime. And Lawrence comes in and he was like, oh, sorry, there was traffic. So I guess maybe she texted him and was just like, hey, I got a new office. I want you to see it. I'm going to give you the tour. So he comes in and he's like, this is you. And she's like, yeah, yeah, this is me. You know, do you want the tour? And he's like, yeah, sure. Um, but <laughs> there's not really much to tour because it's just really a room. It's a big, it looks like a big, like a warehouse space. Yeah. But she hasn't really set it up, set it up yet. So she basically is like, I feel like I think I oversold the tour. Um, Cause there's not much. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of just showing him the bones. I think it was an excuse for him to just come over. Right. And they're still making jokes. Um, cause she said, you know, I'm gonna put a kitchen here. And he said, oh yeah. Cause you stay hungry. Like it, I just like that even though time has passed, they're still able to just be cool and just joke and just <sighs> exist together. Um, so he's standing there. Everybody loved this part too. The joke? Where, yes, where he says, uh, you went from we got y'all to I got mine. Yes. Um. A lot of people really like that. That was cute. They're just cute. They're just so cute. Um, so she starts. You could tell that she's talking about him, but she's not. She's saying it indirectly, right? Um, so she said she's been doubting herself, going back and forth, being scared that she's you know wasting time, and that it wouldn't work out. Um, but then she realized that it was all in her head yep and they look they look at each other like uh and she's saying no one was doubting me except for me and kelly and i'm all and sometimes i'm all too <laughs> <laughs> she had to believe it would work out for it to work i already knew Sorry. the way girl i already see your face <laughs> getting emotional it's just so beautiful um, so then Lawrence said, so do you believe it'll work out? And so they're just looking at each other like, uh, okay. And she said, I'm okay with finding out. And you know what's so, and then they kiss. <laughs> and then they go on for the kiss. And it's intense, girl. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. I just oh. love the, can I just say, I love the colors in this, it's just beautiful shades of brown. It really is. Uh, oh, I'm weak. <laughs> and then they started making out on the on her office table. Uh, and she knocked off the coffee mug off the off the thing. She's like, "Dang, there's still coffee in there." So now, one year later, has passed. Let's pause it right here. Yes. Can we just say, so I've looked up, we are at Molly's wedding Mm -hmm. and I knew he was going to put a ring on it. And I thought my assumption is that he proposed to her on her birthday. I think so too. So I, you know, was all over Instagram and I just want to say about this whole outfit, all all the dresses that the Mm -hmm. bridesmaids dresses were made by Valentino. Oh, wow. And her wedding dress, Molly's wedding dress, was a 19, no, 2019 Oscar de la Renta. 
Of course, it was gorgeous. This was a money. This is this is this is money. This is black, beautiful excellence. And I love how it's outside. It's a black tie wedding. I want a black tie wedding, girl. Listen, I well, I definitely for sure, for sure want a black tie wedding. But I hate because I have it in my head all the time of like the colors of my bridesmaids and things like that. And every single time I see somebody else wearing a color and I'm just like, dang, like I would never think that red, but this red that these bridesmaids have on is gorgeous. I love, I love bridesmaids dresses that are cut differently for Mm -hmm. each person. Um, So it flatters everybody, not just like one thing. But this red is, oh my goodness. Because it's not it. like a it, deep it. red. It's like a bridge. It's a bridge. No, it's yeah. like a rich, bright red. Very vibrant. Um, it's it's not your typical bridesmaid dresses. So a lot of people don't want those vibrant colors because they're afraid it's going to outshine the, the bride. But like Molly's dress was absolutely gorgeous and the mm-hmm. bridesmaids looked so good. Um, and we see that Tiffany is pregnant. Yes. They didn't really highlight that that much, but if you were paying attention, you saw that she was pregnant. Yeah. And she's really like, far okay. along though. Like she's huge. right. Right. It looked like the colors, the colors at the wedding, like everybody was wearing pink, like the, the, the guests. Yes. I noticed that too. You know what I also love too? Is that he wore a white tux? Yes, I love that. Oh, go ahead, Torian. I, I literally love that. Love this. I really did. Oh, I cried yeah. also when she was dancing with her dad, and that they had. Um, I'm getting emotional watching this, and they had the um, the um, memorial table for her mom. So I'm gonna pause it really quickly. Um, yeah. Because when I was watching this, I didn't think about how she was like when she was in the hospital and she was like, my mom's not going to see me get married and things like that. So I, right. I can, but I, I like that they still, like you're saying, like they had the memorial and, and that. Um, I also, this is where, and I know because you're like, I knew that Lawrence and Issa were going to get together, something like that. But this wedding, they was trying to play some tricks on me because you see everybody sitting with a significant other they're at the table and Issa's by the herself and I'm like what where where is Lord it didn't work out like you're not gonna just you're not just gonna dangle this in front of me and it not work out so I, the whole time I watch this I'm just like like I'm not gonna I'm not even joking you I had my hands on my chest watching this in my bed from the moment her and Lauren kissed till the end because I was afraid that it wasn't going to work out so I'm sitting there like I don't get too excited and it actually they don't make it to the end so I was the whole time watching I'm like what's happening but then I you know he comes into the wedding you know it's funny that you say that because in my in my mind because the look on her face because I paused it where they're all sitting at the table and she's sitting by herself yes and the look on her face is like damn like like almost like a damn everybody else is together happy and then she's by herself so like you I'm like okay so then Lauren like what happened with them and that's what made me nervous too because even when after like 
she's looking at Molly. And at first it, it did look like, like everybody's together. Now Molly's married and I'm sitting here by myself. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, shoot, what happened? And as we'll see, Lawrence comes over and he's like, oh, are you okay? He, she's just like, no, nah, that's my girl. My girl, like I'm, I'm giving my girl away. Right. And that they were trying to play. They were trying to play with me. And I didn't appreciate that because it made me real nervous. Okay. <laughs> I don't like you playing with my feelings like that. They really do. All right. We're on pausing. Yes. Lawrence. I didn't like his outfit though. Why he wearing a turtleneck? It's hot outside. The See what black. He's a little scruffy. He looked good. Oh. Yeah, everybody's wearing pink. All the women, all the women are wearing blush pink. I want to know why yeah. they did that. I want to know why. That's very interesting to have like a color scheme for well, your guests. Well, Molly is an AKA, so that could be why too. The oh, colors are pink and green. Oh, girl, I didn't think about that. So this is when I started crying. Yes. We cried a lot, obviously. Yeah, when she starts unraveling the back of her wedding dress and it's just the two of them. So I read, so while I'm watching this, I'm thinking to myself, like, this is general, this is like general tears. Like, this is not acting. They are actually crying as she's saying her goodbye speech to her best friend. Yes, because this is the last, the last scene that they filmed together because they didn't film in order. Because even they said that, uh, the scene that Issa and Nathan had in the car, which is probably why Nathan, Nathan's eyes were watery. That was the last scene that they actually filmed together. Yeah, that, and that's when they wrapped the series. Yeah. And I, this is when I started boohooing, girl. I was boohooing. Yeah, that's, those are, they're, they're, this is real. This is real crying. So I want to just read a tweet that Yvonne posted about this, which, you know clarifies how we both fell she goes this scene in the bathroom was the final scene i shot with i shot as molly during one of the takes penny princess told me to go off script and thank isa for how she changed my life we were crying for real for real mm-hmm. so this is why this is the scene so he kept this which i thought was beautiful because you don't really see isa cry cry yeah. throughout the whole series so when she was crying i'm like oh this is for real and then you know in the wind down, she said this was also really emotional because this is her sending her best friend off to the next chapter of her life. Right. Because now it's not just it's not just Issa and Molly. It's it's Molly and Torian. And then sometimes Issa. Right. But what I love is that they all all the writers and even the directors all said that, like, this is her soulmate, like outside of Lawrence, Molly and Issa are soulmates. Yeah. 100%. Can we talk about yes, this power the suit? Block. Yes, we can. And the hair, everything about it. I was just like, wow, this is beautiful. And I'm I loved the, the trip down memory lane you're about to say. Yes, yes. I loved the trip down memory lane. Um, like we see uh, that <laughs> her old neighbor. Um, and her, his, now his daughter is older. Which, Girl! I mean, that's cool. I didn't even realize who that was until you said it just now. And yes. I did watch the, um, the end of the documentary. And now that you're saying that, I'm like, oh my God, that is him. 
Yeah. And the only reason, I mean, like, I mean, I've said this before, but I've, I watched, I used to watch Oscar Black Girl. And so he was a really hilarious character in Awkward Black Girl. Did you watch Awkward Black Girl? No. It's just, it's still on YouTube? Yeah, it's definitely still on YouTube, I'm sure. Um, but so he was, uh, I think his name was Baby Baby Boy something. So seeing him in that and then seeing him in this, it's hilarious because in that one, he would just talk and you would, they'd be like, I can't work. Like he would like whisper Right. all of his um words so in this him playing like this blood and just being like super aggressive is super cool so we see them she drives past the dunes which is really cool um it looks like she drove past i think it said uh the nina which i believe was the club that they went to in the first episode where uh-huh. she sang uh broken pussy ah um, yes yeah so they they drive through that they drive through we got y'all can we i just see. say holly you did call mm-hmm. it when she was having her daydream about the open uh space that they could um she and crunch could buy it was it was the, the we got y'all right yep you did you said it wow i really am a super fan <laughs> you are um so <laughs> they drive past we got y'all we see her old co- co-workers her uh old her uh white co-worker that she has she ha- now has really short hair mm-hmm. and then the other one who um I can't remember her name in this one but she also was an awkward black girl um and she was she was basically her molly in awkward black girl okay they were that was like her best friend they also worked together in, in the show but I love that she incorporated her in insecure as well um so then we see they're like helping the kids. They're doing a good job. Don't really love the short haircut on this on this white girl, but it's okay. Um, then she drives. She's still driving. So this scene where she sees the guy wearing the Best Buy outfit, which is so random that I noticed this because I, I it's it's weird. So he did you ever watch Baldwin Hills? No. Oh my goodness. Okay. So his name is Mariah, but he um, was on the show Baldwin Hills, which was like, kind of like the, the, it wasn't the real world. It was like a show uh, showing like kids from LA Mm -hmm. um, just growing up and sharing their lives. But this was years, years ago, but that that's, who's wearing the Best Buy shirt. Um, so I was like that guy looks familiar and then I realized I followed him and then I went to his page and I'm like that was Mariah he's so cute um so I just like that it just shows just everything throughout all the seasons what we kind of experienced see her I don't know if you want to finish it up for me because it's gonna make me cry too oh can I just number one I'm obsessed with this red fucking beautiful power suit that she's wearing number one she's driving a lexus and i I, and i'm telling you my dream car yes as weird as it sounds i've always wanted a fucking lexus because to me a lexus for me if you want bmws and mercedes like yeah that shit is cute but i want a lexus it's like a low-key 
flex where you're not trying to be too flashy, but yep. you're flashy enough to show that you are successful in a in, in like a moderate way, like you know, like in a humble way, in my opinion. Yep. And she yep. has a black Lexus. I always want a dark Lexus with tan interior. She got my fucking dream car. I'm weak. And then she walks into this beautiful home, like in mm-hmm. the it looks like a modern Hollywood Hills home. Yep. And there is Nathan, not Nathan, Jesus Christ, Jade. It's Lawrence <laughs> and Ja, not baby Ja no more. He looked like he about four years old. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. He's about four now because he definitely was one once we started, you know, seeing him more. But he is he is definitely at least four now. And he's he is excited to see Issa. Issa with his little voice. So and it's cute. Issa's birthday. So I think two years has passed. Right. And look at her with her little... At first, she didn't want nothing to do with that baby. She was fucking throwing the baby in the garbage, (laughs) tossing (laughs) the baby. And, like, now she's playing stepmommy. And I think she's doing, like, a really nice job. And he made they made her a chocolate cake. Yeah. And what I love about this last scene... Yes. So this is when people started noticing the ring. I'm going to pause it real quick of her doing the, her makeup in the mirror that they're going to call the babysitter. And my thing was like, why are you going to call the babysitter? How come you can't just drop the baby out of Condola's house? Mate. I don't know. I mean, maybe we, they just didn't want us to mention Condola <laughs> at the end. They're like, y'all have been doing that. Probably. And, um, I, <laughs> Did you notice the engagement ring prior? You said you didn't notice the engagement ring until people no. started talking about it on um, on Twitter. Yeah, I didn't. I I completely. So I mean, it's just going to pause it before before Molly and Issa start talking. But um, I that was the one thing that I was kind of upset about when it ended because I was like, we didn't see Lawrence propose. Like she's out here playing stepmom. Yeah. Propose, you propose nothing. And then when I go on Twitter and everybody's like, y'all peep the ring, da da da. And I was like, wait, okay. So he did propose. Thank you, Jesus. And when, you know, we see Molly's going to call Issa, uh, Molly is on vacation. It looks like maybe she's celebrating, uh, you know, something, anniversary or something, but she's in Greece. And mm-hmm. she basically is like, why, why are niggas so boring to travel with? And Issa says, like, oh, is it is this what I have to look forward to? And so yes! I didn't even keep that. Like I didn't, I didn't pick that up at all. So when she said that, I'm like, oh, so she must either be married or engaged. And I, is it their honeymoon? I think it's their honeymoon. I think they're on their honeymoon. I, I can't. It might be their honeymoon because maybe Issa and Molly's birthday aren't too far apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it's their honeymoon. That would make sense. I mean, you, you could be complete. Maybe they're just vacationing. I assume that they were on their honeymoon. It could be that. Because she's still wearing all white. Well, that and like Greece is a, I mean, I know they got money, but like Greece is a big deal. I mean, he, <laughs> you know, so her man is part- be. Yeah, I mean, her man is partner. She could be traveling for two weeks in Greece. Right. So, I don't know. 
So what I also loved about this scene, and I didn't realize this until I was on Twitter like you, is that they said this was her final time looking at herself in the mirror and her inner saboteur did not reveal itself in the mirror. Right. And that they said that it indicated that she was okay and that she overcame her insecurities. Right. Oh, I which I didn't that. even realize. I'm like, wow, that's pretty deep. I didn't even realize that. Right. Because it's called insecure people. Wow. I, so the reason, and not just because I'm, I'm a team Lawrence fan or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. but I really appreciated that ending because um, she was able to get everything that she wanted to uh same thing with molly same thing with kelly um i'm gonna i'm gonna assume tiffany as well Mm -hmm. but i think that it's important that she knew what she wanted but it had to take a little bit of time for her to figure it out and for it to come together um because there's how many times do we want to do something or whatever and we talk ourselves out of it and then it just you know it just doesn't come into fruition or we want something right now and it doesn't work out but right she had to go through some stuff it worked out and now she literally is doing the damn thing playing stepmom I like that her and Lawrence came back together after a couple years um yeah they had to grow I I, I loved it I think they had to grow apart to grow back together yeah, I 100% agree. And what I like also is that, because I watched the wind down, that they said they wanted to end it like this, like them talking on the phone and, you know, it cuts. That it's not like an ending. It's now a continuation of their lives. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So I thought that was really smart. Like, that was really nice. Like, even if they want to make a movie sometime later, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like a complete ending it's a, it's a, a new chapter and a continuation on their future lives right and what i also and like people i love twitter and i'm i'm gonna say all these things that you know i didn't that i didn't say so i'm just gonna read things how people said like this is what you know they showed black women and black people with no trauma middle class and in part of la that people don't highlight And, you know, it showed that, you know, black women could um, still win and get what they want. Everything they want. Everything everything they want. That's so important. And that they sold that, you know, sisterhood is really important and friendships are really important. And, you know, I saw the end documentary. You haven't seen it yet. And I cried so much because it was so inspiring to see how Issa created with intention, mm-hmm. intention to uplift her people, uplift her community, to highlight black people, to create opportunities for new people, up and coming people. I mean, like I cried because as someone who loves TV and wants to create television, like how she did it and how she was able to, she admitted that she didn't even know anything about TV, nothing. Right. And that she created all these opportunities. And her main thing was like, I wanted to see people like me. Um, I just, I mean, I don't know. I, I've said this before. 
um, I don't know if I've said this. I know I've said this with you. We've had this conversation probably offline, but a lot of shows are out and they claim to be black shows, but they're, they're not, they are black shows for white people. Right. Um, which is fine, but a lot of these black shows, quote unquote, black shows, they're either showing trauma or they're educational pieces, or like, there's always a lesson in it. Um, like I love blackish, but like, there's a lesson in every fucking episode of blackish. And like, mm-hmm. I can do without same thing with grownish, grownish too. But like these shows are, are not for us. It's not for people of color. It's for white people. And so I love when a show comes along and it's by black people for black people. Yes. And I just, I will forever, forever appreciate Insecure. Like I saw somebody put up there like, this is going to be in a conversation with a different world and yep. living single. And, you know, those types of shows because it was, it was, it's, it was so good. And there was so much quality to it. And like, I'll be the first one to say it. Like, there's a lot of black shows like, yeah, they're good. But like, a lot of them look like they Tyler Perry produced, you know, like it's yes, not yes. It's corny or it's just overly black. And like, when I say overly black, like they just make it gimmicky. Mm-hmm. Um, the quality is not good. And like, this was just really, really good quality. A great story. Um, wasn't there is no messy and no one needed to be ghetto and no one needs to be this like this is just real life they portrayed real life and I I mean I'm gonna miss it I I I love how it ended and I think it ended at the right time I think they did the right amount of things but I'm gonna miss this like because I don't have anything else like that right now yeah I think the cinematography beautiful the way it was shot the colors the outfits they also spoke about if in the end documentary about Issa's hair and that they wanted it to keep it natural because that's how she had it in um, Awkward Black Girl and how they want to represent natural black hair. Me watching Awkward Black Girl, I've seen her her hair start from the beginning, like when she had like an inch of hair because that's how she started Awkward Black Girl uh, Mm -hmm. episode one. It basically was how she, she decided to do the big chop and her boyfriend broke up with her because he said that he wasn't, he didn't, he didn't sign up to date a boy. Right. Um, so the, even just seeing the growth, I mean, I've seen the growth of Issa, but the growth of her hair, child, she just, I'm, I'm amazed by every single part of Issa. Um, like if I, I don't even know, she's just one of those people, like if I ever met her, I don't know what I would do with myself because I just think like in all aspects, I just think she's just an amazing human human being human wow human being and I just appreciate her agreed I mean I cried because she's so she's just so inspirational just like her creative mind her tactfulness her precision how she how she she created with a purpose and I can't say that enough she created with a purpose to highlight, uplift, and empower Black people in LA, Black people. Like, it, I, I mean, yeah. and she, and not only that, but like she employed like people in the community. They said like where yeah. they shot in the community, they had them work on the show with them. Yeah. He put money back in the community by hiring all these people. Yeah. 
like you said it was a black show made for black people by black people yep i just i love her isa i love you thank you so much girl i really i really love you girl thank you you inspired me so much to just like create but create with purpose mm-hmm. and to write like i just i was literally crying at like how the opportunities that she created i remember i wanted to sign up for that when she had that uh contest that she was looking for um production assistance in 2016 and i and i tried so hard i had nobody to do this stuff with so i didn't do it and how the two girls that they hired are now writers on the show and showrunners one of them is a showrunner for rap shit coming up on hbo Issa's new show coming out yeah that's that's pretty amazing (sighs) oh i'm so sad to see this show go I am, but I'm, I'm really excited to see what's next because another thing that I saw, and I actually meant to look it up before I got on this, but one of the, um, yes, which that's crazy. So one of the girls that she had on Awkward Black Girl, um, she was kind of like her arch nemesis on the show. Her real name is Tracy Oliver. And she actually, um, she, you know, that show Harlem that's on Amazon prime right now. So she is the creator of Harlem. Oh, and so they, I just, just seeing where she came from. Cause I think she was one of the writers on awkward black girl, but they also, they went to Stanford together. Um, but it's just really, 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 really crazy that um, it all comes full circle like that. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm just, I'm in awe with these, these women. I really am. Yes. And I think she also from, I think she uh, wrote, she wrote um, Girls Trip. Her oh. and, and Kenya Bears wrote Girls Trip. Wow. One of the people, Amazing. I think her name, Amy Anobi, she actually directed and wrote one of these. Oh, she directed um, Girls' Night for this season. Yes. Actually started with Issa from Awkward Black Girl. Yes. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say she, she, yep, she went to Stanford with her too. It's just, I just love it. Like, every she she really took people she knew that she was going somewhere and like other people were going somewhere they all worked together but they all started from like college years and I think that's not cool yeah and what I love and what Issa and I remember this is what sticks with me with Issa Ray said in an interview is that like people always network up and and try to network up to create up you need to network and create across yep and I'm like, that's so genius. I've never thought of that. And it's so true. Network across so you can go up. Yep. Girl. All talented people. Incredibly. Loved this. Loved this, Jade. Oh, man. Well, everyone, that brings us to a close on a cultural phenomenon that helps shape television forever. Literally forever. It is a foot. Yep. It is a footprint yep. in our culture, 
a timestamp in our culture. And, you know, I like you said, people are going to be talking about it with like the likes of a living color, a different world. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think it will stand the test of time. I think it's going to age incredibly well. And the topics are so relatable that like it's going to transcend time and years because it's just too relatable. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, well, everyone, Holly and I want to both thank you for rocking with us for 10 weeks. Holly, we did this for 10 weeks. <laughs> this is the most consistent I know, I've ever I'm been. I'm proud of us. We are very consistent. <laughs> we might not have been you, consistent. Posted. This is the most consistent I've ever been. Girl, I, I mean, the days I post may not be, be consistent, but recording every week, we literally dropped an episode for straight 10 weeks. And I'm so proud of the both of us. You've been super busy. I've been busy and we've been able to make it work. Because I had somebody say to me, they're like, wow, look at you posting every week. I said, listen, <laughs> this is not, I said, the Jane then did everything and I appreciate her I said it it helped me you know be a little consistent but if it weren't for Jade you know y'all would not be seeing me okay (laughs) hey man we got to try to push ourselves just a little bit you know (sighs) Holly I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing this with me you didn't have to do it you were the best person to ever do it honestly I I honestly can't even think about who else I would be able to do this with not a single person I appreciate you I appreciate you for having me um and I you have I have I didn't realize I was a super fan of the show until I started talking about it um you have made me realize that this is I didn't realize this is one of my favorite shows I didn't um and I was when I was tweeting that yesterday I had tweeted like you know you've given me my favorite show for the past five years I didn't realize that that was, this is it for me until we started talking about it and how much I really paid attention to the details, but I really did love the show. I love the, the, the series that you did and I appreciate you for inviting me on. And this was fun. This is a lot of fun. Yes. Thank you, Holly. I've been trying so hard to try to create something other than in true Jade fashion. Uh (laughs) Great. Yes. Very good, Jade. Good job. Thanks. Thanks. Um, guys, I will, I cut this out a couple episodes ago, but season two of queued up will be coming out soon for euphoria. That's going to be very hard. And Holly's going to be busy finishing her final semester of her masters. So shout out to Holly. Thank you. Yes. But, um, she will be a rotating guest with other people. So next season two will be a couple people coming through. <laughs> yes. Um, so Holly will be there sporadically, but uh, stay tuned for season two where we, uh, where I will be recapping. Oh, uh, is it going to be 10 episodes of euphoria? Maybe starting January 9th. Anyways, Please don't forget to rate and review this on Holly's Hit or Miss. Don't forget to rate and review this on um, In True Jade Fashion on Apple, on Spotify. Don't forget to follow us. It's going to be a brand new year, everyone. I want to thank you all. I hope you have a blessed end of the year into an amazing brand new 2022. Nothing but 
good vibes, prosperity, good health, and hopefully we kick this fucking COVID in the ass. I hope so, because I am tired. Okay? Yes, I'm over it. But until next year, guys, have a happy new year, Holly. I'll be talking to you before that. But happy new year, girl. (laughs) Happy new year and happy new year, everyone. Happy holidays. Um, If you're celebrating Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa. Yes. And yeah. And uh, that's it, everyone. Thank you guys so much for listening and rocking with us for 10 weeks. I'll see you for Queued Up January 10th. All right, guys. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye.